Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. How you feeling today? Mm, fair. Like you could be better? Yeah. You know, like when you uh, on the books in, in elementary school and you put what condition, like excellent. Got you. Good, fair. Fair. I'm fair. <laughs> right above poor. Mm-hmm. Twinkle, twinkle. Just twinkle, twinkle. Um, <laughs> so I have a few things to discuss during this revelation. But first things first, I'm going to start with this morning because I was having a challenging time. Um, and it seemed as if, you know, everything just wanted to get in the way this mm -hmm. morning. So I have been, as you know, E, I've been planning to go to India for a few months now with our girlfriend, Maya. Yes, yes. Shout out to my happy uh, birthday, sis. Yes, happy, happy birthday. Belated. Um, And it's it was difficult for me um, to even get to this point because I was like, well, how am I going to do it? How can mm -hmm. I take off two weeks? Like, what am I going to do? So it was so many different obstacles in my way. But, you know, Maya encouraged me like, hey, if you just save X amount of time. So I was able to save up enough for my round trip flight. And I have a little extra left over for some of like my in-between in, um, internal flights. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. But... Um, this morning as we were going to purchase it, mind you, we had gone through a few things. I told her, let's just wait till Tuesdays because just FYI, girlfriends and guy friends on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, your flights are cheaper mm -hmm. for some reason. Um, so let's, I was like, let's just wait till Tuesday to see what we're going to purchase and, you know, we'll do it then. So she texts me like, hey, so just look through some of the flights. This is what we should do, whatever. Mm -hmm. So as I'm going to up get my computer it literally will not turn on. Like, wow. it's not coming to the screen. Like, I, it's literally not turning on. And last night I turned it off because I'm like, okay, it's doing this weird code thing. Like, mm -hmm. let me just restart it. And, you know, I was trying to watch my Game of Thrones yeah. or whatever before I went to bed. Because it's, <laughs> it's time. Uh, but, yeah, so it wasn't turning on. And I'm just getting so frustrated. I'm like, yo, what the hell? Like, literally... And, and that's such a first world problem, of course. But it's just like, damn, I'm really trying to go explore and travel. And like, devil, you're really trying to hold me back. Right. On top of that, we thought the flight was going to be around 880. We end up having to pay a little bit more, like $300 more than that, which is fine. Like, I had it. But it's just like, yikes. Right. You know, like, now. That's you a know, big jump. It's a big jump. You know, $300 more that I had to invest in that, which is fine. But I'm like, damn, like. Okay, now I'm realizing the flight is more expensive. On top of that, my computer is broken. Like, this is a whole nother issue. Mm -hmm. But I really told the devil, I was like, you are not going to kill my joy today, okay? No, you won't. Like, not at all. No, God will always provide. I didn't sure know how I was going to take off for two weeks. But I know God will always provide. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even worried about it. It's just going to have to happen. So I say all that to say that um, God is good and I purchased my flight to India. Amen. But my other part of my word is to people who don't realize that karma really does bite you in the ass. Mm -hmm. I know that um, people, I saw somebody tweet like, yeah, when is karma going to bite white people in the ass? But don't you worry, it's coming for you, especially uh, Joe. I don't know what the oh, fuck, man. Joe goddamn <laughs> Hicktown, whoever the fuck he was that came from North Carolina. He really really pissed me off. I was traveling towards, uh, on Howell Mill, towards, like, that little plaza um, mm -hmm. where the TJ Maxx is and mm -hmm. everything, and he was trying to get over in my lane, mm -hmm. but it, clearly I was turning as well. Like, it's like, the you know that where that QT is? 
You know exactly yes. what I'm talking about. That new yep. QT mm-hmm. is two lanes. Yes. Essentially, that you can turn into, but it's only one lane to make a turn. The right. other lane goes to the right or right. straight. You cannot right. make a... He literally insists on coming. So I'm going to continue to press my way because I'm in the right. Right. And he comes over and he's behind me, mind you, Karma, because you're still not going to get in front of me. And he flicks me off, girl, with this little lopsided middle finger. Oh, and I was like, him. oh, hell no. Nah. So Joe kissed my ass and you could take your ass back to North Carolina. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I'll see you there this weekend. Hey, you talking about? Because guess what? Karma mm. is coming for your ass. Okay? So I just wanted to let white people know. Um, I'm sure white people don't really listen to our podcast. But yeah, if you are. They do. They do. They do. My coworker, my oh, old coworker. Yes, I forgot. Shout out to Kobe. Shout he out. listens sometimes on, you know, his way to and from wherever. Well, guy friend, um, please let your <laughs> other cohort, cohorts know. Cohorts. Cohorts. Sorry, you know what I'm trying to say. Let them know that karma for all of that type of energy, we're not going for it. And it's not just white people. Let me rewind. It's a lot of black people, especially. Karma's um, just coming karma for folks, Karma's just period. coming for folks, period. You know, it's a lot that's been going on, and we're going to get into it as we get into the rest of the podcast. But I just wanted to let y'all know that. And for Joe ass from North Carolina, he can kiss my ass, okay? Thank you. Yeah, fuck you, Joe. Fuck you, Joe. Hey, hey girlfriends. <laughs> all right. Well, well it's, hey. <laughs> hey. It's Sammy. It's E. What's up? And uh, I know that revelation was a little different th- today, but I just had to get it all out and, you know, and just know that things are going to be all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anyways, you got a WCW this week. I definitely do because I screenshot it. Go for your WCW. For Amen. Okay. So her name is Victoria Wagner. She is uh, the founder of a modeling agency here. Have I used her before? I don't think so. She's the founder of a modeling agency called Kevlar Rose. Um, It's a boutique modeling agency that's based out of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. which doesn't literally does not happen. Um, So, yeah. And her models have been placed all over the place. They've just started venturing out to L.A. and like, but they do a lot of work in New York. Uh, You've probably seen them on some of your favorite like jewelry line brands um, and, and just different brands in general. But they're gorgeous black men and women, and mm-hmm. I'm so proud of Victoria for just, you know, continuing to break the stigma that model modeling and models can't thrive here in this city because, you know, obviously Atlanta's not a fashion city. Right. Um, but she's making, you know, she's breaking boundaries and barriers being a black woman, young, you know, mm-hmm. uh, owning her own modeling agency. So I love it, and I'm so proud of her. Her name is Victoria, and her Instagram, if I can find it, because I can never remember her Instagram. Oh, it's XO Victoria, and she spells her name V-I-C-T-O-R-Y-A. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kevlar Ag- Kevlar Rose Agency is spelled the way it sounds. Love it. Yes. Love it. That's awesome. Ironically, um, my WCW is also a model as well. Really? Um, well, Victoria is not a model. Well, she but... owns her own modeling agency really? as well. That's ironic. Y'all know her. We love her. My WCW this week is Cynthia Bailey. I'm dead. Um, <laughs> honestly, because uh, over the years, uh, I am a housewives connoisseur. Uh, you know, I've... I only watch Atlanta, though, so don't talk to me about them girls in Listen, Beverly Hills in New and, York. and Autumn. I don't even watch Potomac because they be, no, them girls are from Bethesda, child. Hush. <laughs> um, but no, shout out to Cynthia Bailey. Um, really just what made me make her my WCW this week was because 
course, I was watching Real Housewives of Atlanta this week, which was a mess, which we will talk about <laughs> later or whatever. And I just happened to mosey on over to Cynthia Bailey's Instagram. And, you know, here she gives us a powerful bio. OK, mom, period. Child of God, period. period. Real Housewives of Atlanta, period. Okay. Then she goes into all of her businesses. And I said, oh, sis. Why don't we see, like, we see this on the show, but I want to see more of this on yeah, the show you because you got this? a lot of stuff. Well, she got, I know she got the eyewear. She got CB eyewear, CB candles, CB Vior, which is, you know, the bags and such, you know, luxury oh, bags. Okay? okay. She's she's securing the bags by selling the bags. Okay. Then she has the Bailey Agency. Yeah. Then she has the Be Better Foundation. But who and are her then, models assigned to this agency, though? Let's talk about that. I ain't trying to be messy, but. Why are you trying to be? Why are you trying to be messy? <laughs> we just trying to uplift. Because yeah. I'm like, Victoria, she know her. So listen, we don't know that. Look, we don't I don't know, know nothing about Either her agency. Way. Okay. Either way, You're she right. got the Bailey agency. And then now on the show, she's working on the Cynthia Bailey wine cellar, mm-hmm. like her mm-hmm. own little, you know, wine situation or whatever. Or whatever. So ma'am has a lot going on or whatever. She's a hustler. She's an entrepreneur. And that's something that I definitely admire. And I've always admired Aside from a few situations on the show, and some people call her weak for this, but Cynthia just always keeps her composure. Mm-hmm. Always keeps it cool. Because at the end of the day, her, like Candy, is probably like, listen, I got way more to lose than half of you have us on this show. Period. <laughs> and I don't way have more. time to play with y'all. Right. I'll kiki with y'all. We can be friends or whatever. We can have a friendship contract, whatever you want to do. Friendship contract. Okay, but at the end of the day, I got to sell these glasses. I got to sell these candles. I got to sell these wine. bags. I got these, this wine. And these I models. I got to get these models out here, okay? Period. Period. And I'm still modeling myself because I'm that bitch. Period. Period. Okay? It still looks good. Go, sis. Looks great. Go okay? off. Okay, so shout out to Cynthia Bailey for and Shout just... out to us being in sync on this WCW know, this week. Shout Ooh. out. All right, so moving along, uh, we love you WCWs and we love women inspiring women. Exactly. But we're going to get into what we've been on, period. And I must say, I know you listened to this song already because I saw, because Apple Music tells on everybody. Um, but I love Lil Nas X Old Town Road. Listen, that is my <laughs> shit, dog. He says, uh, Wrangler on my booty. Square dance on y'all ass in here. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Ooh. Yeah. Take my horse to the old town road. Hey, yeah. I wish I could see E right now. She's dancing. (laughs) Bro, yeah, that shit go. Let let the beat drop on him. Ooh. Wow. Come on. Tell him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Can't nobody tell him nothing. Period. Okay, period. Can't nobody tell me nothing either. Look, no. So that's his only song that he has out. And because I was like looking to explore like what else he has. But that's his only song he has out. And it's doing it's going crazy. Listen. And these white folks hating, hating. like Hateration and holleration all in the dancery, bro. Period. Like, what's good? What's good, country? They don't want us in the business. Um, they don't want us on their charts either. Or on the country charts because it ain't they charts. Because who created the genre? Us. Um, right. 
I'm like, if we really want to go there, if we really wanna, if we really like, we all know where this shit derived from. A spade, yes, okay. So irritating. Music and especially modern country music today is derived from black folks. You know, I saw a whole thread about how they were doing this type of wild shit to Ray Charles Mm -hmm. back in the day, Mm -hmm. and it's like he is blues. He's blues. He's blues and country and country and. All that shit is derived. I just really wish or if hope that I feel we like move we're talking away around from... it. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, oh, um, yeah. Lil Nas X for that for this very country sounding song on a trap beat, uh, it was removed from Billboard's uh, cunt top one hundred country for the eight hundred eight. Yeah, yeah, he was removed from that list, saying that there aren't enough country elements in the song or some bullshit. Even though he literally, first of all, he sounds like one of these country boys that y'all literally. vote for every week on American Idol, and he is literally like the lyrical content is more country than half of the song on these charts. Anyway, exactly. a lot of the country shit that y'all listen to, no Tino Shade, is really pop. Uh huh. That's true. Because y'all love to talk about a good uh, Taylor Swift and a cute Casey Musgraves, but them girls is pop. That's true. That's very true. And I ju- it just irritates me to the core because I also feel like genre in general is just so obscure. It's like it's not really a country or a pop or right. this or that, but like rap music, hip hop music in general, a lot of this shit is rock. Exactly. A lot of this shit is country. A lot Apparently- of it is... You know, the dude, Lil Nas X, actually um, credited Thug for being the first country, like, Mm -hmm. country trap type Mm -hmm. of artist. So, Mm -hmm. honestly, all this shit... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you go off. Ahead. But apparently they doing they did the same thing to Juice World. Um, not yeah, putting his stuff on his, the rock. Yeah, they took it, they took his stuff off of rock um, because, which his music is literally rock it's music. It's rock music, bro. It's literally rock it's, music. And honestly, I want more black artists to put their music in different genres and categorize it in different genres because that's what it is and that's the only way that because they're scared because of how hip-hop dominates the charts regardless of genre in general like we're number one for everything it is the number one it's the number one genre period so then they're like oh well if they do that they could really take over country or they can really take over rock yes we can because it all came from us in the first place right and honestly if we really want to get down to the root of it it's really a slap in the face because for little Nas X to cry you know to come and be country and juice roll juice world to be rock or whatever and y'all want to kick them off the charts and say that they're not country enough or they're not rocking or whatever bullshit excuse that you give for that but at the same time when we sit up here and wonder why the fuck Macklemore got a Grammy for best rap album literally okay if that's the case then we need to be taking Post Malone off of the hip hop charts we need to be taking Mac Miller off of the hip hop charts I mean not Mac Miller I didn't mean Mac Miller rest in peace Macklemore Macklemore yeah I knew what you meant that even was an insult I am so sorry (laughs) um but to, we need to be taking Macklemore off the hip-hop charts, if that's the case. If we're going to do it like that, if y'all are going to protect your spaces, then we need to be protecting ours, too. Because that's exactly what the fuck is going on here. Yeah, and, like, what classified... I just, I just think that, you know, who are the powers that be that say that these things can't that be too. taken off? Like, who are the people that says... or? says that, you know, this is not country. This doesn't have enough country elements. Who are those people? When he is literally talking about Old Town Road. Up a horse is on an Old Town Road. And yes, he said his hat or his boots was from Gucci or whatever. <laughs> but he also said he had Wrangler on his booty. And you know, 
We Niggas is ain't out here wearing no Wrangler. Jeans. Also, on top of that, this is the only song that he's put Duh. out ever. Like, and so, because I was listening, because I'm like, oh, I like this song. Like, I wanted to go explore some more of his music. He literally only has this song, so he's only identified himself as, as this. country, bro. You, you, this is just y'all just mad because it's fire. Y'all just mad because y'all, y'all jamming to that y'all, shit. Y'all mad because it's fine. And y'all mad because we jamming to that shit too. Right. And the more we listen to it, that's why y'all didn't want it on the charts. Because the more that we listen to that shit, the more the it, more it it's shoots gonna up. incline. Yeah, it's gonna increase. Uh, but I dare right. y'all. I dare all the uh, attention, all country DJs. Y'all put that shit on in, they were in, playing in, it. in in the rusty nail or wherever the fuck y'all <laughs> the be rusty at. Nail, yeah. <laughs> they definitely played it, and all these white folks was going in. Listen, okay? of course they was. That's a good little square and, dance. And he from about. Atlanta. He from or of he from Georgia. He is. Of course he's yeah. from Atlanta. I, I love it. Lil Nas X, I fuck with you. I wish your name wasn't Lil Nas X, but, you know, neither here nor there. I'm tired of all the Lil's. I, if I, I really sit here, get one more request for an interview That's probably a part of a it, little, too. Exactly. It's like, you're black, you go by Lil. Nas, just went and by, then the X is probably like, oh, oh Malcolm like X. Malcolm X. Nigger. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. N-word. Um, anyways, yes. So that's what I've been listening to, and it's a bop. And, yeah. What Same. else? I'm glad you brought that up. Um, that's on. really the only. Hmm? Sorry. That's really the only thing I I have um, been listening to that's like new for real. Um, I mean, as usual, Apple Music has been going off on my favorites mix every Tuesday, uh, wow. shuffling around some oldies but goodies, some things yes. that I haven't listened to in a while. So that's really what I rely on. All right. Other than that. Um, I know you talked about seeing us previously and we didn't yes. really get into it, but I've seen it. Um, I actually saw it a while ago, but it was right after we released the episode. Mm-hmm. So us, bruh, mm-hmm. great, great movie. I don't really understand like how you were feeling, why people were confused. I don't understand that either. But I do understand some of the confusion, but I, it was only, so I went with a group of people and only one person left and was like, I didn't really like it. And I was like, why? She was like, because, like, I guess she was expecting a really scary movie. And, I mean, I jumped a few times, I actually. Bitch. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want my shadow to come. Listen, my, my tether. Listen, Look. I was watching my back. Oh, I'm still watching my back. Okay. <laughs> but she was just saying she felt like it wasn't really scary. It was more of a suspense, which it was, like, thriller-ish. Yeah. But I think it was scary. I also feel like that shit was very layered. There was oh, a lot sure. to talk about there. Um, one being that, I, well, the confusing part, I think, for people was at the end, trying to understand if that was the shadow or if that was her. I don't even understand why that was confusing to them because it's very clear that it's that, very evident. that, sh- that it's a shadow. And that she was... T- so do, did we come to the conclusion that the reason why she was talking like that, the one that we thought was a shadow originally, was because she was strangled? So, okay. Here's so here's my thing about that, and you see all the controversy behind that as well. Yeah, right? which, which I, I think, think it's is some stupid. bull. It's some bullshit. Yeah. Honestly, like I mean, let me not say that again because I don't do want to have f- that. You know, we don't want to offend anyone. But also, how many people have played someone with a disability or played right. someone with you know? And I don't. I didn't see half of the energy for them that I'm seeing for Lupedia. It was Lupita. Lupedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, I didn't see half the energy for them that I've seen for Lupita in this in this 
um, condition that she decided to portray, which I saw there's like a, a national organization for that. What let is me, it let that me look it up right they're now. saying she was imitating? Or she said it. She huh. said that's what so she, she got her inspiration. So she based it. Um, Lupita Nyong'o's voice. Um, so let me go to Vibe. Let me read the black. Um, <laughs> black take. Black take. Um, okay, so the disorder is called spasmodic dysphonia. Um, and so she apologized to uh, the... Okay, so the National Spasmatic Dysphonia Association released a statement criticizing the A Star's voice, which was altered to sound broken and unrecognizable. She previously confirmed that she was inspired by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who had voice spasms as a result of this disorder. Um, So she apologized. They responded. um, But, like, she did, like, a whole full thing. It was very thoughtful. Honestly, if you want to apologize, you just need to look and see how Lupita did it. Right. Because she did it great. See, this is what happens when you let your publicists do their job. See, y'all want to craft these, um, as uh, Kid Fury and Chris on the read call them Instagram press releases on notes (laughs) without any Any type of guidance or anything or with some guidance but for some reason your publicist was probably not trained and doesn't know the importance of an actual real life press release like for immediate release Mm -hmm, like those types mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but also Lupita talks it's just I think that's just in her nature to it is to to be that way like you know she's on that level to be on that level yeah exactly um but yeah, um, you know, Forrest Gump is one of my favorite movies, but I didn't see, I don't remember nothing about the people who had polio coming at him crazy. Right, or what's or, that movie, Sam? I, um, am, I Sam. am Sam. I ain't seen nobody coming at like. uh, uh, Homeboy crazy, Sean Penn crazy. I don't, you know, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Ain't nobody come for Leo and them crazy. So, or at least not to my knowledge. And if they no, did, they like I said, it was not at the energy at which no, they're people giving, are coming at Lupita. They're giving too much this. energy. But I also want to commend Lupita for her role because she played and she did an excellent job. And apparently, you know, that was really outside of her comfort zone. Yes. That was very, she talks about how like she never imagined playing any in, in a scary movie mm-hmm. like this. Um, right. And, you know, being, having to switch it on and off like that. Right. So I commend her. And that's like some real uh, psychological shit to get into as right. an actor. And honestly, an actress. shout out to Jordan Peele for just creating these two characters, but two very like three-dimensional characters. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you she you could tell she really got to flex. And just the writing overall, like the character development between the both of them. When she was sitting there, when uh, Red which is the quote-unquote evil one, mm-hmm. <laughs> when Red was sitting there talking, to, telling the whole story about, you know, the shadow did this while the princess did that and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. That story like, was beautiful. The, the emotion behind, mm-hmm. like, it was just amazing. Um, was I scared shitless? Yes, because yes. I am a punk. <laughs> like, I don't know how many times I have to tell this, y'all, that I've reached my scary quota for the year. I don't I'm have weak. to see nothing else wild oh this year, but us. I'm good. That was enough for me. I'm, I when I, sh- I'm tell y'all, I should y'all not. I literally have been watching my back since it came out. I'm so, play with you, bro. I'm for real. But it was great. I don't understand the confusion. 
Yeah, it wasn't really confusing, but I mean, there were some, I read all of the like loophole articles and like, uh, what's the stupid husband's name? I can't think oh, of it. Oh, Abe. Um, Abe. Uh, well, Gabe and then his his actual uh, name. double, uh, Winston Duke. Winston Duke, yeah. Winston Duke was on The Breakfast Club kind of talking about some of those loopholes. So he addresses those. So if you haven't and you still have questions, you might want to just watch some of the interviews. Yeah. Um, it's really not that much to understand. But I do uh, want to go back to Jordan Peele and how much I appreciate him for being in this space because, you know, he also uh, just debuted Twilight Zone. Yes. Um, what, yesterday? So that, mm, that... Which I will not be watching. <laughs> I think I'm going to take a stab at it. But, um, you do that. Yeah, I, I do appreciate that because, you know, we haven't always been in those spaces. And he talks about how, you know, he doesn't, he's not looking to have to cast white people for right. the leading roles because that's just not, that he's already seen those movies. Yeah. So I love that. Also, when I saw Sis from Handmaid's Tales, I can't remember her name either. I knew um, she was going to flip. I knew that they was going to have them some tethered shadows and shit. First of all, I appreciate that the white family were, died first. Yes, I do. Okay, I appreciate just, that. It was a switch. It was Thank a switch. Because I definitely much. thought the husband, Winston Duke's character was going to die first because he was just Listen, ignorant. Okay, he, he got on my nerves. Nerves. How about you want my wallet? What the fuck like, And then they made that? sure he had, Jordan Peele got something against Howard folks because he they made he made sure that that man had on that Howard hoodie the, the whole, whole movie. Thing. Okay. Oh Listen, but you know, maybe he knows somebody that went to Howard because that's that tells a lot about y'all Howard niggas. Listen, wanna, I was like, oh, y'all might want to evaluate where that inspiration came, came from. from. Exactly. Because the uselessness is Evidence. In part accurate. <laughs> very, <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Very evident. I ain't really fuck with y'all like that when I was there, so it's cool. Girl. Um, good, good ain't no Howard nigga jilt me. You know, they wasn't checking for me, so I'm good. I'm good. riddance to all them Howard niggas. Okay? <laughs> Anyways. Um, but no, so, yeah. He was he was completely useless. Um, very. The kids, though, the kids did an amazing job. Listen, Everybody kids. has all these theories about Jason. Um, I don't think Jason and his tether have switched. I think no. that um, the connection between them may be stronger because they were kids. Right. Because um, if you look back on the flashbacks between Adelaide and Red, there was a, a thing there mm-hmm. with them. You know, like, it's just an overall amazement. Like, you are me. Right. It's weird. It's weird. It's fuck. And yeah, the, those and kids play the yeah. shit out of their roles. Listen. Too. Okay, little track star. Listen. Baby, got to Bebe. run in. Bebe. Okay. I was so concerned. I was like, oh, my God. Oh my God. And you talking about you on the quick track team child. <laughs> I know you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. You need but, that practice. But uh, Jason definitely knows that his mama is um, not his mama. It's not his mama. Like, you my mama, but you're not supposed to be my mama. Right. Um, you know, I was one of the dumbasses that didn't really catch it for real. It was a twist for me or whatever. But then once it was revealed, everything made sense. And I'm like, oh, that's why she was the only one who could talk. Right. Like, right, right. That, you know, so, yeah. I fuck with it. It was good. I would watch it again. I, I would definitely watch it again. I want to. Um, And also, do you think there will be a Us too? Oh, you know us what? Us as well. It could. <laughs> like, how do you us say also. that? Us also. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... I hope so. Because I'm just like, I mean, she, I want to explore that because yeah. at this point, like, did this just happen in America? Was this a whole world thing? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, where are y'all going to go? And and how are you going to feel knowing that your mama it's is not, not shit? Right? Okay. Like, who is this? Because it really started clicking to me when she killed her and she let out that. 
her like that. And I said, oh, bitch, that's them little girls that they was that they was doing. Exactly. You is them, bitch. But how how is she talk, though? I still don't get that. So how did Red talk? Yeah. Because Red is Adelaide. So when they saw each other in that fun house or whatever, um, she snatched her. Well, I know that. Right. But I'm saying, oh, but so switched. she was able to learn how to talk, to speak. Oh, how did oh, how did yeah. she communicate in general? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. The so that's part. the thing. Like, they can talk. Oh, okay. I, I'm assuming that they can talk, but I'm I mean, for her, like the whole thing when you know when they flash back to the parents, like, what's wrong with her? She's different. She's not talking because she right. she fucking couldn't or whatever. Right. She had to learn, I guess. Oh, to, I see. I see. You know, I see. Yeah, you know? That, okay, that makes sense. And the other girl, I feel like, in part with her being strangled, but also just being in a. A society where nobody else talks. talks right yes yeah how could she so she wasn't fucking talking wow that's crazy <laughs> also um somebody tweeted that they found um their parent found one of those shirts the shirts with their yeah, hands. The hands across america Ooh, that was scary that was scary. I couldn't be, couldn't be me. Mm-mm. See, they gonna make them a little watch. Give it about 10, 20 more years. They gonna make a whole uh, little horror movie off of Stop Coney 2012. Listen, <laughs> listen. Oh, I remember that shit. Hell yeah. Um, okay, well, that that was us. Yes. Um, anything else you've been watching? I know you talked about Real Housewives. What Real Housewives of Atlanta, child. Nene get on my goddamn nerves still. Um, Nene is out here being a child. Um, she's mad at Cynthia because Cynthia Cynthia invited or well, Cynthia's friends, rather, with Kenya Moore. And that's really the, the, the root of the issue. She doesn't want her to be friends with Kenya, like, and all of this stuff. So basically, Cynthia, um, I forgot to mention WCW sis has a drink out with Seagram's little peach bellini, yes. little wine cooler or whatever. So she had a launch party for that. Um her and Ken uh Candy met up earlier, I guess in that week mm-hmm. or whatever. And she was talking about how she invited everybody. Uh she invited Kenya, you know, uh cuz that is her friend or whatever. Um but she really didn't know that Kenya was going to come. Because at the time, Kenya was like 35 months pregnant. So, 35 months pregnant. I mean, she was pregnant as hell. <laughs> so, um, I guess it gets to that night at the party or whatever. Uh, Nene is there. Nene was up here still being shady because she's like, mm, I didn't even, I wasn't going to come to this. And, and Portia was like, oh, why? Because you was tired? She was like, no, because I just didn't want to come. And it's just like, what? But that's supposed to be your friend. Like, hmm? Um, so then Kenya comes in the door. Kenya comes in with Candy. You know, everybody has a great reception for her. Hey, how you doing? Yada, yada. Kenya, uh, Kenya, Nini is, you know, saying, you know, rude shit under her breath and being fake and all this other stuff. Then she really got mad when uh, Cynthia went to go, you know, say her remarks um, at the event. And, you know, she was shouting out people, you know, so-and-so's here, so-and-so's here, uh, you know, thanking people for coming out. She says, Kenya Moore is here. So, you know, Kenya comes up in true Kenya fashion and snatches a mic out of Cynthia's hand. And Ooh. it's just like, not snatch, you know, it, it wasn't like a... Kenya? It, Kenya. It, it, you know, she she takes the mic out of... Let me stop. I'm being a Marlo. I'm over-exaggerating. <laughs> 
she, you know, grabs the mic out of Cynthia's hand and is just, you know, praising her friend. Like, you know, thank you guys so much for coming out to this event, you know, for Cynthia. Like, we're so proud of you. We're so happy for you. Like, you know, she made sure to throw in, like, I'm so happy for my friend. Um, right. You know, but really just, you know, being positive. Uh, um, Cynthia tries to bring up Greg because Greg was at the event. And, you know, that's a big thing because Greg was finally feeling like, up and you know ready to be out and about mm-hmm. or whatever and so she was like Greg come up here come up here and and Nene was like no you stay right here like mm-hmm. so all this stuff and she's just like why wouldn't you tell me that she was coming and you should have gave me a heads up only thing that makes Cynthia look shady is that when Ke- Cynthia or when Kenya came Cynthia whispered in her boo's ear she was I'm supposed to act like I ain't know Kenya was coming and then she called Candy, mm-hmm. and Candy was like, "I'm mic'd, I'm mic'd, I'm mic'd." And Cynthia was like, oh, "I just wanted to make sure that we was on the same page about how King got there or whatever." Uh, but the the truth of the matter is, I'm mic'd. She right, I'm mic'd. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like, all right, because <laughs> um, they shut that conversation down as soon as she said that. She said, "Okay, I just wanted to make sure." She was like, "Yeah, all right." Phone Peace. was over. It was over. Right. Um, but. It makes her look shady, you right, know. Right, but it's sure. really nothing to be shady about. At the end of the day, That's if you knew friend. her, if you didn't know that was her, that was her friend. And even if she didn't give you a heads up or whatever, you should just kind of already know. Like, if you don't fuck with somebody's friend, but that's their friend, and they are having an event, there is a chance that that person is gonna going be to be there. And you just prepare Period. yourself, exactly. Period. And it's okay for. I mean, we talked about this before. If it's okay. We are adults. Like, right. if you are friends with somebody, I'm not friends with them, it is totally fine. We got to get over that whole notion right. of, like, oh, because you my ride or die, then it means that you need to be my ride or die, and then nobody else, you can't be friends with nobody else. Right. If, if everybody hates you, bitch, then they can hate you. They don't have to hate right. me. Right, exactly. Okay? <laughs> and maybe I can wrong. connect. Maybe I can connect with that person differently than you can, and we're exactly. compatible to be friends or whatever, so... That's interesting. It's a whole mess. That's a mess. She tried to pull a, you don't know, I'm just going through so much. I don't want to lose a friendship. Like, stop pulling this Greg shit out when it's convenient for you. Right. That's really what it is. I'm just over it. I'm ready for the reunion because, you know, Cynthia was very apologetic, you know, towards her because they went to dinner after the whole thing to talk about everything. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she's very like, I'm here for you. I love you. Like, you know, I'm sorry. Yada, yada, yada. But at this point, Cynthia's over it. Cynthia's like, listen, if she she wants to fall out over this petty ass shit, let us fall out over it then. And I said, let's do it. Let's do it. Even Portia was like, it is so hard being your friend. She came at Portia crazy. Who, and Nene? Her, and yes, and sent her wild-ass text messages. They showed the text messages? Portia put the text messages on Instagram <laughs> because apparently Nene was talking about how she texted her on Instagram Live, and she said, well, I just wanted to, since she was talking about our conversation on Instagram Live, I just wanted to let the people see what she was talking about. Ooh, bloop. Bloop. Receipts. I love yeah. them. Um, anyways, well... Shout out to Real Housewives of Atlanta still going strong because right. I be you know in and out of the seasons myself. But you really don't have to watch like the whole. You really whole season, don't. But... You can just catch up. You can watch the reunion and be fine. So exactly. I do. I do enjoy a good house. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Period. That's it. Yes. Okay. Um, that's pretty much all I have for TV, film, yeah. and what we on. So we are going to get into the sip of the week, but this week. Of course, it's been a bit it's a somber. Sip that we don't want to sip on. Right, it's been very somber. It's not necessarily something we want to talk about, but we do need to address it. 
as you all know, um, and prayers and thoughts be with anybody who's affected by this. Even if you aren't family or friends, I know it's hitting a lot of people yeah, very hard. It is. Uh, but we did lose a really great artist, entrepreneur, businessman, um, and just all around amazing man. I wish I had the opportunity to have met him myself or at least spoken to him. Um, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. And um, uh, we lost him to gun violence. He was shot six times. And I originally, when I got word that he was shot, um, shout out to my girlfriend, Dre. She always keeps me in the know what's going on. She was um, telling me that he had just been shot. Um, or I feel like maybe I saw it first. And then mm-hmm. um, she called me again to tell me that NBC confirmed that he he passed. Mm-hmm. But before that, um, or after we, uh, it was all said and done, you know, everybody had their phones out. Everybody was taking video. They have surveillance footage, of course, of what was <sighs> going on as well. And so yesterday when I was at an event, I was talking to Isaac Hayes III, and he was showing me the video of how, because I was asking him if he believed the conspiracy theories, like if that if this has something to do with the government, if this has something to do with Dr. Sibby or Sebi's uh, documentary mm-hmm. um, that Nipsey was set to produce. And he was like, no, this was very personal. You could yeah. tell the way it was done. So I watched the video and it was just so crazy. This man ran up on him, mm-hmm. shot, you know, Nipsey a few times and shot the other guys that were around. Mm-hmm. And then he went, walked away and came back and then walked away and came back again to shoot him for what I assumed to be the sixth time. And that just was so personal and so mind-blowing to me that somebody would do that to a human being like i just feel like we gotta stop yeah it's very sad it's very unfortunate um and it really just and you know i've said it on the show before i you know i didn't really listen to his music i wasn't necessarily a fan and you know there were some things that he said that i wasn't necessarily keen on so you know i just kind of kept my distance but at the end of the day like this is somebody who at the core of it was just trying to do good things for his community um, and was really trying to uplift his community and buying back the block, buying back the block and, you know, implementing, you know, STEM programs and things like and and working with the police, you know, to talk about gang violence and things like that, which honestly, I feel like with because of that, that is why I'm seeing LAPD operate in a way in which I've never seen them operate Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could be wrong. I mean, if if you're on the ground in this situation, let me know. But it just seems it's very different than that of previous, you know, situation. previous incidents or just other police departments and how they handle certain cases right. of a high profile person like this. Like you could tell that he really had a rapport with them mm-hmm. and was really working to, you to know, change shit, to change bro. things. It's just, it's- it's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate it really because, is. you know, he was just getting to a point where he was getting the notoriety and he was getting the, you know, accolades. He had just got a Grammy nomination. Right. You know what I mean? Like, just put out just a, put a out real, like, actual, actual debut project. album. Yeah, like, it It was just sad. It's like, damn, like, you know, right. it, was, and then, it was cut so short. And then, of course... The family, for me, yeah, I and I had just watched um, the GQ, the GQ couples mm-hmm. video, like literally a day or two before that. I had just watched it, and I was like, oh, like you know, y'all really, you know, 
Lauren London is our forever girlfriend, you know, uh, because of Sister Nick. Right. You know, I don't know if I've done her already. Like, yes, right. You know, she's our forever. And so from us always talking about it, I was just bored. And I was like, let me watch this or whatever. Because those type of videos are cute to me. So and it cute. was just very cute. And you could and see. And they really knew each other. They really knew each other. You could see the love that was there. And you could just see how much that girl loved him. Like, he loved her. But you could just. You could just see it, you know, you could feel it and just to know that, you know, all of that has been snatched away from her so abruptly, just... They've been dating for 15 years. 15? No. Because her kid with Lil Wayne is not even that old. That's what they said, she said, or they've been knowing each other for 15 years. I'm sorry, I didn't mean Uh, to say dating. (laughs) But 15 to 17 years or some shit like that. She says it on the GQ interview. Oh, okay. And that surprised me because I'm like, I don't know how long they've been actually dating mm-hmm. this is this has been she new said to the in the uh, couple's video she said five years five years yeah. okay well they've known each other obviously for mm-hmm. 15 to 17 years which is like insane to think about you know what right. i mean like that's a long ass time yeah that's what i was thinking when i was, um saw the couple the gq feature i'm like wow y'all like really like actually know each other yeah and then of course somebody gets on twitter and first off this is my issue with social media when people pass like it's not always the time to like bombard people during such an abrupt right death you know what i mean or like even if it's, it's not abrupt took everybody even by if, surprise yeah like, <laughs> like this really took people by surprise but even if it's not abrupt and it's something that you know you might have been expecting like say your spouse or somebody you know was close to you that right was a figure you, you they were sick you know and we right. knew something was going on it doesn't even matter it's just the fact that if someone passes away that's so sudden death is just something that's just like fi- very final right. and nobody wants to one be tagged in a bunch of shit right no one wants for your negative opinions even the stuff that um i wanted to mention this too about uh, Diddy and the Kim Porter situation mm-hmm. you know he's been really still grieving and mm-hmm. mourning the loss of Kim Porter and everybody's like well you should have married her leave that man alone he know that at this point he knows that like he, and he's like yes like he's responding <laughs> like yes I should have right. you know like he's saying all these things and y'all are just continuing to you know beat him up about it it's like Okay, he made him like now. I know right. if he ever falls in love with somebody again, he gonna make sure he marries that person. Exactly, he gonna know. Sure, let me know. seize this moment. Right, but at this point in this man's life, like he doesn't want to be reminded constantly through your comments right. that he's definitely reading. Like people think just because a celebrity is a celebrity that they are not affected. They're a human being. Right, they're affected just the way you would be affected if you had lost somebody exactly. and you were dealing with the 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 loss of 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 someone so close to you. So right. I just say stop bombarding Lauren London and. Please. His stop. family and like everybody, please, like please stop. I saw a video somebody at the hospital took of her running running in to the, the hospital. hospital, and I didn't know what it was. So that's because I've avoided that other video. Which honestly, why? Like I didn't want to see that. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how I feel about just watching. Like we don't. Our trauma does not need to be broadcasted or whatever. And in and in all forms, in in videos like that where you see people getting murdered, and in videos like in Lauren London's case where you see people going through it like reacting to something very terrible that is happening to their life that is not something that needs to that everybody needs to be to be privy to but definitely um prayers my heart goes out to lauren london like i can't even like it just don't feel like enough to say like it's just 
Ugh, like that's such a terrible situation into his family, his you kids. know, into their kid. Like, wasn't one of the children present? The daughter? Oh gosh, she was. I think she was in the store. Oh no, I believe so, and I, I may be wrong, but I've oh, heard gosh. different things. So that's why people are like just, really oh, keep her. Man, my heart goes out to all of them. Honestly, this is just such a terrible situation, and to all of his fans and. You know, and just even, like, for people who weren't his fans, it's just something that's hitting everybody kind of strange because it's, like, I think this is the first. Like, we were too young for Tupac and Biggie. Right. Um, You know, this is kind of the first one that came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. for us in such a violent way. I mean, like, Prince came out of nowhere. Michael Jackson came out of nowhere. Whitney Houston came out of nowhere. Right. Or whatever, but it wasn't as... It wasn't them getting gunned down in front of their store, in exactly. front of all of these people. Like Exactly. I, I think for me, what I would like to tell people is that this should be a reminder that we do really have to, as we progress and as we move forward, we need to go back into our communities for children who are young mm-hmm. and support them in ways which they don't feel like they have to turn to gun violence or gang violence or especially right. in LA but like right. even here in Atlanta even here in Georgia in general not just, just this metropolitan area you know of Atlanta but everywhere wherever you are from you definitely have to do your justice your due, due diligence to go back to your community and make some sort of change and different difference, whatever that might look right. like for you. If you are really connected to the arts and you know that the arts saved you, maybe implement a program because they're taking that out of our school right. system. Because you know the thing is that we can't we can't tear each other down. We can't be the ones that are right. doing that within our own community when we have. I, I saw a really dope uh, piece of artwork where it was just like this man and he had two guns to the right and the left of him and one was a police officer. I'm sure y'all have seen this before. Mm-hmm. One was a police officer and one was a black man. And it's just like, we don't need to be trying to defend ourselves on both sides, right. especially not the side that you come from. Exactly. So I think what Nipsey really showed us is that, you know, the marathon continues, of course. It surely does. And also, you know, um, he was really out here being a pioneer for his city, for Slauson, for like... For just people um, who have grown up in an environment that they can't help. It just sucks because it makes me feel like, damn, can we ever escape our circumstances? But the real answer is absolutely, yes, you can escape your circumstances. Mm -hmm. And when you escape those circumstances, you need to bring up everybody else around you. And I think that that really um, woke a lot of people up. And shout out to, uh, speaking of people doing stuff for their city, shout out to Quavo. Yes. We're having another and happy birthday belated to him for having another successful honcho day. This year was his second annual, um, which is something that he took to Breakmar, which is where he went to um, high school, high school uh, on the north side of Atlanta or Gwinnett. Um, and <laughs> no shade. But uh, yeah, shout out to him for really uh, still giving back to his right. community. And for bringing out some really big names. Colin Kaepernick was there. Yes. He was there. Like that is yes. huge. Very huge. Um, you know, like not only for him and like the event as, as a whole, but just like the community for them to be able to see, see those people. you know, two men who have stood up and said, we don't care about what we lose. We're standing up for what's right. Um, you know, that's very impactful, but oh yeah, just you know, honestly, the more of the story is get that hate out your heart. Yes. Um, you know, at the end of the day, like we gotta stop 
we know the world comes at us crazy as black people, but we, and I'm not saying that we need to stop addressing that because we don't, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we need to look at within our own community and address, Cause that's the only you way. know, some of the things that we've got going within ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. and one doesn't need to take president over the other. We can walk and chew gum at the same damn time. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we really like need to unify and just do better for each other because, you know, it's a shame that this is this happened in his own home, basically. I mean, the thing is that when we do unify, we will see how we can change on the outside yeah. too. Like once we come together and realize that we're not against each other, but we're supporting one another, we definitely will be a stronger unit and a force as a people right. overall when it's we get out of this crabs in a barrel mm-hmm. mentality. Um, but in great news, you know, they did arrest the yes. alleged sus- suspect, um, which we all know that it was him. So um, not we all know, but like the people who are on the ground who literally know right. like yeah. his people, they know it was him. Yeah. So, I'm, I am happy about that, that the person who did this shit is in custody because don't nobody need his ass on the streets. Exactly. So, peace. Because they was going to take care of it anyway. anyway. so he better be glad the cops got his ass. Listen, they just delayed the inevitable. Right. you know they're going to get him in that jail, too. They're going to get him in a jail. Like, that's just crazy. But neither here nor there. Um, that's the sip for the week. Uh, I really hope that that motivates you guys to start being active and moving in your community because that's what Nipsey would have wanted. Yep. Yes. All righty. All righty. Well, I know that was a lot. Right. A a bit much, but we appreciate y'all for sticking with us as always. 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 Um, It's spring and summertime, so, you know, stay cocoa buttered and shea buttered up. Please, you know, like I said, I'm being up ash for Lent um, (laughs) and, you know, it's honestly something that a lot of you should consider (laughs) because as the temperature gets warmer, I'm seeing ankles and And there are ankles that haven't been attended to in a long time. Listen. So, um, listen. Y'all know what y'all need to do? It's time. Period. It's time. Distress. I will also uh, give you an update on my progress. As, you know, I'm sick of you. We're not talking about these burns I wasn't no talking more. about the burns. Okay. Relax. Um, but that is also doing well. I was giving <laughs> you an update on my diet. Oh, yeah. Or lifestyle change, essentially, um, as a flexitarian. Um, <laughs> I have not had meat since March 10th, and we're doing well. It hasn't been that painful, honestly. Yeah. I've been doing really well. I feel fuller um, with the, some of the meals. I so it's just to eat about um, this second meal that I was able to prep this week, which was like a chickpea and tomato paste sort of curry thing over rice and spinach. And it's delicious. It's very filling. And I'm proud of myself. So proud of you <laughs> get too. you a wife. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. <laughs> if you have any questions about my journey or girl. <laughs> any questions in general for or the concerns for the Girlfriends podcast, please hit us up at girlfriendsthepodcast at gmail.com or or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at girlfriendspod and you can mosey on over to Facebook if you want to or Girlfriends Podcast, but the action is really on Twitter and Instagram. Definitely action packed over there. Um, as always, if you are listening to this podcast on your app or whatnot, Make sure you review, rate, share, and subscribe to Girlfriend's Pod. Thank you. Bye. Love y'all.